Welcome to your go-to podcast for the pool and spa industry. My name is Tyler Rasmussen. And my name is Greg Viafania. And this is the Pool Chasers Podcast. Welcome to the Pool Chasers Podcast. This is episode four. In this episode, we get to interview Mark Hernandez from SCP. Mark has turned into one of our good friends in the industry because he's been such a huge asset for us here at Brothers Pool Service. We met Mark because Greg went into SCP one day and asked if there was anyone they knew that was in the field that could help us expand our business. They said they may know someone and gave Mark our number and our relationship is kind of built from there. You know, Mark helped us expand our business by helping us pull lights, even helped us hang our first automation panel. He's been a big asset to us and we just wanted to interview him and you know share with you guys his knowledge because mark is one of the most knowledgeable guys in the industry we know you know and if he doesn't know the answer to something he'll tell you that and you know he probably knows somebody that does know that answer so he's always willing to help whenever he can and we really appreciate that Um, we talk about a lot of cool things in the episodes you know such as skateboarding pools we talk about a little bit about scp's history the future of the industry and, you know, there's some really great advice on how to sell yourself and how to sell your business to your customer. So I think you guys are going to really enjoy this episode. And as always, take what you can, you know, use what you want from the episode. And we hope you all enjoy. We'll get right into it. The word from our sponsor. What's going on, everybody? This episode is brought to you by Jobber. Jobber is by far our favorite tool for collecting deposits, payments, scheduling customer jobs, and assigning tasks to a specific person on our team. If you're looking for a better way to stay organized, this is it. We love how simple it is to take a call, create a customer profile, and schedule a date for a person on our team to do an initial bid on service or repairs. Also, building a quote could not be easier. You can import line items and the cost so that you can build a quote fast in the field. Our team also loves that all photos, videos, and notes are attached to a specific customer. We can simply go to the customer's profile and know right away what is going on. If you are struggling to stay organized, this will help immediately. We start every morning off by going through our assignments and what needs to be done that day. I don't even know how we did things before Jobber. If you have any questions, their customer service team is out of this world. We have never had a bad or long waiting experience with the Jobber team. Jobber is so cool that they are hooking up all of our listeners with a free 14-day trial. Just visit getjobber.com backslash pool chasers. That's getjobber.com backslash pool chasers. Try it out. We promise you won't be disappointed. All right. Well, thank you so much, Mark, for uh, joining us today. You want to introduce yourself to um, our listeners? Absolutely. Uh, my name is Mark Hernandez, and I work for SCP, South Central Pools, and Superior Pool Products, and MPT. Thank you so much. Um, so I want to get to the bottom of this. How old are you really? <laughs> because you look like you're younger than us. 40, and 42. 42? 42. 42? 42, yes. That's crazy, man. Like blue 42. Did you definitely don't March 42, like March 42. <laughs> Set. <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, my gosh. You have kids? Yes, I do. How many? Three. Three? Yep. Do you Three mind kids. telling us how old they are? Sure. 23, 19, and 15. Dude, that is crazy, dude. Do any of them look older than you? No, no. Actually, they all look really, really Super young? young? Yeah. Yeah. Is it difficult for them? Actually, my oldest son looks a little bit younger than my middle-aged son, believe it or not. So, Dang, do, really? you get, do you get carded a lot if you buy a beer or something? No, not usually. Uh, sometimes I will. It, sometimes I will, but most of the time, because I have a little beard going, they're like, oh, this guy's at least got to be over 21. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> at least 21. If, if I maybe 22. It, I, I probably could, maybe, you know, so. 
Oh, yeah. If you shaved it, you would definitely get carded. Oh, yeah. Oh, for yeah. sure. <laughs> I never get carded. I feel like crap. <laughs> Take some more multivitamins or something. Right. <laughs> well, just get free drinks. They're just trying to get with you. Yeah. <laughs> so we got to say, um, you know, you're our rep for SEP. Um, we met a while back ago, which was just the craziest coincidence. We talked about it in some of our previous uh, episodes. Um, it was crazy. We were in SEP one day and we were just asking around if they knew of anybody that could help train us on um, doing, you know, more repairs. Because at that time we were just doing, you know, pool service and, you know, we're swapping out motors and mm -hmm. doing filter cleans. We weren't really doing anything else, but we wanted to get into, you know, doing some lights and, you know, installing uh, just more equipment for our customers. Some automation pools. and heaters and different things like that. Yeah. Absolutely. So um, I know we were talking with uh, one of the guys from behind the counter at SEP, and um, he said, you know, I might know somebody. Just, you know, write down your information, and uh, if you're lucky, uh, <laughs> someone will call you back. And sure enough, uh, you know, you give us a call maybe within a couple of days or something. Yeah. Uh, you remember how that went down? Uh, you know, actually, he had actually he reached out to me. Um, let me back up a little bit. I actually do outside sales for SEP and Superior Pool Products, MPT. So um, he actually called me and said, hey, I, you know, I, I may have a lead for you. It looks like we've got some guys that are coming in here looking to do some things. They're hungry. They're thirsty. They want to grow their business. And they're interested in, you know, learning some things that they currently don't know. And, and, I, and I think he had mentioned at that time, actually, that you guys may have been shopping with the competitor. So I was like, ooh, baby, all right, give me the number. So I'll give him oh, a call. Yeah. yeah. We yeah. were, I think, we were at SE, or PWP at the time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, man, there's a lot yeah. of paperwork you got to fill out to, to shop at SEP. Yeah. It takes a minute. It looks a little bit longer than what it is, but it's actually just like a page and a half if you're just doing a cash account. But. Screw you, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I had to defend that. Yeah, well, uh, your competitor, all they need is a business card. <laughs> no comment. Impatience. Impatience. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, every time I go in there, their uh, computers are down, <laughs> which is not very often. Don't worry. <laughs> No, but I think uh, after that, I had reached out to you guys, and we had met, and uh, we set up a lunch appointment, and, uh, you know, you guys told me what you guys were looking to do, and, you know, when you guys got your company started, and I said, uh, let's let's see if we can't work together, and you, know, you told me some of your concerns and where the direction that you wanted to go to the company, and I, I kind of told you what I felt that you may want to take serious, and at that time, I think you guys remember, I was like, man, if you guys want to go anywhere in this, man, learn heaters really well, learn automation really well. Because that will definitely help you out because, you know, unfortunately, there, there's a lot of people that, that run from that, uh, those two appliances. I call them appliances, but those two things, um, they just don't – they feel uncomfortable. They don't know what they're doing, and uh, they don't really know where to get any, any training. So they just kind of say, you know, and don't ask, I'm not going to do it. Yeah, and it's much easier to just kind of give that lead to another company that's more comfortable doing those types of repairs. And we were handing off so much stuff at that time that we didn't want to do that anymore because we knew it was worth it was worth money. Absolutely. We're just throwing money away. Um, but we also it was really difficult to you know find somebody to help us you know train us in those things. So it was really cool that you know you could take the time to Absolutely. help us out. Absolutely. Well, that's kind of a rare. It's kind of a rare position actually that we have. In, in Phoenix, in, in the greater Phoenix, I guess the greater Phoenix area, uh, my position, because a lot of the other, the, the correct title that we have actually for my position as a, a business development representative, I, I kind of just shorten and call it outside sales reps, but that's just a fancy way of saying it. But I actually uh, have a little bit of a different role. I'm more of attached to the service 
uh, end of it. So we have sales reps or business development reps, I should say, that handle you know the retail stores and they handle the builders and the remodels and so on and so forth. Um, the plasters, the tile installers, uh, you name it. If there's a sector, you know, we probably have a represent that's a specialist in that area. But I specialize in the service industry, so they they tried something new with me in this market and said, "Hey, you know what we want to do is we want to we're going to get you out there. We want to get you in front." Uh, with this pool service guys, but not just at, at a meeting, you know, in some restaurant, you know, poolside and, and help them and show them different things and show them how to sell a little bit, show them how to recommend a, you know, different things that, that could help their business and, and help their more or less help their customer, you know, get uh, their pool up to where it needed to be, if not better, you know, it, it was, so it was really, really interesting how we kind of put this together in Phoenix and, um, and it was, it was just across your fingers and see if it works. And uh, it, it, it did work, actually, with me. I have a little bit of more experience. We did have another guy doing it at, at one time, but I think unfortunate, it's an unfortunate that it just didn't work out for him. But I'm still going. I'm still strong doing the things, and, and I'll help anybody. I mean, we all have territories as a business development rep, representative, but uh, I kind of am um, all over the place. If somebody needs my help, I'll, I'll definitely help them. So I, I like it. I love it. It's fun, and it's um, it's very rewarding to see the customers that, that I help um, start to actually get, you know, more knowledgeable about certain products and certain things. And, you know, and they get, they get, they get thrilled, they get happy, they get really excited. And they, um, you know, they're, all of them always tell me, I mean, if it wasn't for you, I wouldn't know how to do this. And I, and I, and I was like, man, no problem, man, anytime. And if there's something else, you just let me know. So that must be a really cool feeling. And I think that was what drew us to you so much is that you actually wanted to meet us at a job site. I mean, you just told us, you said, Hey, you know, if you want to learn to do lights, that's the first thing you want to do, get something lined up and I'll come out there. We'll make sure we have the right light. Obviously get it from SAP. We'll meet at the job site and then we'll just, uh, we'll get this going. So that was the first, um, job that we did. Um, we met you there It was me, Tyler, and then our other guy at the time, Jeremiah, and you met us out there and we got it, you know, we pulled the old light, we got it all wired up and you were showing us how to do everything. Yep. And, uh, man, that's, that's the best kind of training you can really get. You yeah. know, it was like a, it's like a little workshop, but, right. um, we're getting paid for it. Everybody's getting paid for it. No, it, it actually worked out really good. I mean, it, it's something I like to do and, you know, no other company actually, you know, straddles up and, and, and does that, you know, besides the company that I work for. I think that they 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 took a risk. They seen an opportunity, and uh, they wanted to take a chance on me, and take a chance on the position, and see if it will work. And and it did. It it worked out really well, and it's it's been working out really well. And uh, I couldn't think of doing anything else to be honest with you, because, I mean, it's not that I don't, you know, like, you know, selling to the builders and meeting them, or the remodelers or the retail stores, because I, I I still do that occasionally. But the service guys is kind of where um, I've walked in their shoes. I've been in their place, and I know exactly what they're going through. Um, you know, I, I, did, I didn't mention this earlier, but I did own my own service company for a while. Um, and, you know, with all the background and doing that, um, you know, I'm able to just relate 100%. Yeah. I mean, from the heat <laughs> to right. the dogs almost biting you. I, <laughs> I can relate, you know. Exactly. So. I think a lot of the other people are – your position is unique because you're just so skilled and you, your knowledge is there and that definitely scares a lot of people. I mean, there's a combination of the two for sure. And that's makes it much more difficult. And I think other competitors or whatever probably don't want to put somebody in a position like that, that 
will fail and your knowledge base is so wide and right, vast right. that it doesn't really happen, you know. And even if you don't know something, you're always willing to help and find out what it is. You know, there's not very many of those things. Oh, but. Yeah. No, there, <laughs> there's quite a few of them. I'm telling you, I, I don't know everything and I, I don't claim to know everything, but I tell you what, I know somebody who does. And For I sure. a vast amount of resources of different individuals in the internet, I mean, the industry that I can go, you know, and call or text or email and just say, hey, I'm a, I'm a little bit of a situation. What do you think on this? And um, I got those people. I've built relationships over the years. And uh, so when I don't know, I like not knowing, actually, because I like to go do the research and then I'll know. And then I just put it in the, the old mind and save it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we learn new things every day, too. I mean, yeah. it's cool when you still learn. This industry is crazy. There's so much changing and with new stuff coming out all the time it's makes it you know playing field you can learn on which is cool absolutely never want to stop learning you know what i mean what fun is that Uh, you You know what i mean you don't you can't you can't you can't never you'll never know enough especially in the pool industry i I feel like that is close to impossible (laughs) to know every single thing no nobody does and i don't think nobody ever will but there are guys that know a lot of different things but you know you get them into something simple like hey uh how do you hook up a screen logic from pantera and they could tell you all this hydraulic stuff on how to size up a water park pumps and this and what type of plumbing to use and the runs and all this. But when you want them to hook up a screen logic, they're like, I don't know how to do that. You know, I, I, run, ah! in, I run into that sometimes <laughs> because some of these guys are such on a larger scale than, than residential when they're doing the water parks, they're doing any big water features that, that the, some of the simplest things stump them. So, but you know, in all fairness, that that's okay because they don't—they're not in that sector; they're in different sectors. You yeah, know, I mean, you commercial. got special skills and skill sets, and people do different things. So, yeah, we we don't know how to do waterfalls or <laughs> water slides. <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> so, yeah, and you, and you can always learn. It's just—it's literally all math, and it all comes down to just finding the, where, where to find the answer to. I can do a screen logic though. Yeah, I know you do <laughs> <laughs> very well too. So. uh what was your first impression of us? Because, I mean, we had that meeting, right? And we were sort of a smaller company still then. So, I, Honestly, uh, I was – actually, I was just bouncing with energy off you guys because you guys had said exactly – responded to the way I like companies to respond. You're like, hey, we're willing to do this. We're willing to do that. Just show us and we'll do it. And for me – that response and that motivation, that energy that, that you guys glowed back was, was phenomenal. I mean, I, that's, that's what, what better response to have that, yeah, teach me. I'm yours. I'll, I'll do what you need me to do, and I'll, I'll go here, I'll go there. And uh, we just want to learn it and be better. And for me, I'm just like, awesome, let's do it. Because I do, I do sometimes meet with some customers, and, and I ask them, you know, hey, how can we help you grow your business? And how can we help you, you know? do some things that you you're not currently doing and oh you know i'm fine i've been doing this for 15 years and i'm stuck in you know i'm, I'm cool and i'm content and i have a, enough accounts and i i don't want to work on heaters i don't want to work on automation um i don't want to do pebble patch repair I don't, I don't care i just i am good but you guys were a whole different type of individuals because you guys were like show 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 and so i love that for me it's phenomenal nice yeah that was really cool and i think um you know, after we did that light repair, while we were doing that, we got to talk about some of our interests. And I think we kind of uh, grew into this sort of, you know, friendship as well. Sure. I know we were talking about underground hip hop and you shared <laughs> that you used to DJ yeah. and all this stuff. And, you know, we'll get into uh, your history and how um, you got started in the pool industry. But sure. really want to share um, just 
how awesome of a friend you've been um, over the years. Cause even, I mean, how many people can say that they go skateboarding with their rep? You know what I mean? <laughs> I think that was like the coolest thing we had talked about, you know, skateboarding quite a bit. And you know, you told me, you're like, no, I skate actively, you know? And I, I wasn't really skating that much, yeah. but we met up at the skate park by my house one day and uh, dude, I just watched you rip and I was like, dude, this dude is for real dropping in. No problem. Just carving the bowl. Like nobody's business. Like I was, I was super stoked and you brought that awesome board. It was kind of a unique yep. uh, shape. Yep. You got a lot of comments on that board. Anybody sees that? But like, where'd you get that? I'm I like, know. dude, I don't even know where he got this from. I don't even think they make them anymore. Um, so that was, that was a lot of fun. And I, um, was super stoked when you actually got me my own board. Yeah. You know what I mean? The same exact one, same deck, truck, wheels, all that good stuff. And uh, I was always super appreciative of that. And it's really nice because, um, you know, there's a lot of people in this industry that aren't as maybe, I don't know how to say this, like hip or young. Mm -hmm. So it was so cool to kind of talk about music and lifestyle and skateboarding and all this other stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it just yeah. kept things like lively and interesting. And I think we were always kind of drawn to you because of that as well. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, we thank you for just being a good friend as well. Oh, I know. I appreciate it. I think the chemistry definitely kicked off because just, you know, our age for sure, we're kind of closer. We could talk about a lot of things that used to happen you know, with skateboarding and, and, you know, some of the old people that, that I talk about from, you know, about past skateboarding professionals and stuff like that. So it's just, you know, you get to talk about something that, that is fun that, that you used to do, I used to do, and there's a relationship there, you know what I mean with that? And it's fun. It, it is. It's um, when you have something in common with somebody outside the pool industry, whatever it is, it could be golf, skateboarding, snowboarding, water skiing, whatever, aquatting. I just went all those, said all those things because I do all those things. <laughs> well, I was pretty specific, Mark. But, you know, <laughs> but, uh, you know it's fun because, you know, we're always talking about pools. We're always talking about situations and problems and this and something. How can I, you know, solve this with a swimming pool? And it's fun just to kind of drop that at the door sometimes and just talk like, you know, regular friends, you know, about things yeah. that we enjoy. So, oh, yeah. 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 And that was uh, definitely cool. Made things much easier. You know what I mean? So it wasn't so just business all the time because we have, you know, we meet up for lunch quite a bit and we could just talk about, you know, the industry and, you know, talk about all those other things as well. So definitely keeps things fun and interesting. Absolutely. How many uh, pools have you skated? A pool, uh, backyard pools? Yeah. Um, in my time, I probably skated probably... I don't know. Not not as many as, as some of these guys, but maybe like 25 or so different ones. Oh, yeah? And yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice. And uh, you can't skate everyone. It's got to have you know a little bit of transition to it. <laughs> Are you still shredding? I still, yeah. Still? Every yeah, week? Every day? I, I go every weekend. Every yeah. weekend? Yeah. Not not so much to the backyard pool thing anymore um, because, you know, that's illegal. <laughs> <laughs> Calm down, Alva. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I know. But, like, you know, they're... Uh, it, uh, it it's funny, you know. I'm out there skating pools, and I'm in the pool industry, and it's it's pretty interesting how that all works. But I'll, I'll we'll find an occasional one, and we try and ask for permission because uh, you know we're too old to get a ticket for trespassing. Yeah. But uh, you know, sometimes the owners will let you, and they'll say, "Oh, it's not a problem," and you know, we'll we'll clean it out a little bit, and we'll we'll start skating that pool. And what's it, the best? Is it like the deep diver pools that are rounded, or what? Yeah, actually, the, I think the best pools to skate are probably the anthony pools the old anthony pools with the uh with a safety grab edge coping oh yeah yeah so when you come up to the top you can grind that and catch air and do a bunch of things and usually yeah. cement like the main drain 
Because I always found that being a problem if that wasn't flush down there running into that thing because I've eaten crap pretty good <laughs> running into that ditch. You know, the main drains when, you, when you're skating a pool and, and with a main drain, a lot of we used to either have somebody make us a, a, a metal plate cover and then we would just tape it down. Oh, that's cool. Or we would, you know, glue the old plastic one together and just duct tape and cardboard and something just to hold it. You know, so that way when you did run over it, you wouldn't fall flat on your face. I didn't even think <laughs> of that. That's how much of a dumb skater I was. I'm like, I'm just going to eat crap and that's that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's like missing the main drain. It was just like the hole. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, so crazy. So we were at Sidewalk Surfer and we were getting a pair of uh, shoes for one of our guys' birthday, some uh-huh. skate shoes because he skates quite a bit. And um, I was talking to the, um, he's like the manager or something. He's been there for like 20 years since he got out of high school. Is that Dave? Um, yeah, I, I think it might be. Yeah. 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 I talked to him about the podcast as well. Oh, did you? Yeah. He was stoked on it, but he was sharing a story with us that, um, one of his buddies and he comes in there regularly, lives in South Scottsdale. Um, they drain the pool every fall and then they skate all the way up until like the spring or summer and they fill it back up and they use it as a swimming pool, but they do this every single year. Yeah. You know, I don't, did you say it was in Scottsdale? I'm pretty sure it's in Scottsdale. The guy that I know that actually has a pool just like that, his name is Mike Hathcote. He actually has it in Gilbert, Arizona. And he, that could be him. yeah, his is a, a drain pool that it's actually a live pool. They actually redid the pool. Yeah. I think that's yeah. him. They made it special yeah, just they for made, skating. It was actually original pool. And then they actually, um, remodeled it totally kind of, you know, started from fresh and uh, I think it even cost them more money than just getting one bill, but <laughs> from what I've heard. But yeah, they they made the transitions right. They they laid all new coping, porcelain coping, I think it is. Um, that's what special skate grind coping. And um, yeah, he has people over there skating it actually. So it's actually pretty cool. Um, it's uh, but it's the surface is is hydrazo that he used for that. So he it's not plaster. It's not mini pebble. It's not micro pebble. Um, it's not just, you know, really fine, you know, trap yeah. concrete. It's actually hydrazo. So that he's used. Cause I've, I asked, uh, is it a little more forgiving? Uh, no, no, nope, it still sucks. <laughs> like concrete's concrete. <laughs> but, still uh, sucks if you eat it. Yeah. Yeah. So he's in Gilbert actually just this past, uh, Friday night, I think, cause they had a skater con in, in Arizona here and was at PV, uh, skate park. And um, there were some videos online that I seen that uh, in his pool that he had built for skating. Uh, Hasoy was there and Cavalera was there. What? Yeah. Yeah. I actually got a picture on my phone from me and Hasoy. Dude, why aren't yeah. you texting me, Mark? I didn't even. Man, oh it, was, it was one of those things where we kind of just. I didn't actually go to that night that they skated, but we went to the skater con, which was on Saturday at PV Skate Park the next day. And so Hasoy, Caballero, and some other people were there. Dude, Cab's so cool. Yeah. We ran yeah. into Cab and Lance uh, Mountain at uh, Born Free a couple years ago. Oh, did you? And they were just like the two coolest dudes and Adrian Lopez. I mean, he's a little bit younger, but yeah. Yeah, those old school cats, man, they, yeah. they kill it. You know who I really want to run into? Who's that? Is uh, Rodney Mullen. Oh, right. That is, if you watched any documentaries, that is one of the most interesting dudes. He's an interesting guy for Man, sure. Very talk, smart individual. Oh, very smart. Yeah. That dude is passionate. Oh, yeah. Man, like he's about to you talk about skateboarding, man. He's about to cry. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? He's, just, he's really into it. He is. He is very much so. So that's um, pretty awesome. So that surface, then the wheels don't mark it up or anything? You know, it, it does. You still going to get your black little marks and stuff like that and little streaky marks, but... Um, you know, as, as long as, you know, you, you'll, and you'll have the marks from your pads and stuff when you slide down, when you fall, 
But uh, I think he he just comes back there and uses I think he uses like a dry eraser, uh, not dry eraser. I'm sorry, the magic eraser that you know just cleans those marks off, and then before he fills it. Oh, like the magic eraser, like Mister Clean. Yeah, the Mister Clean, the magic <laughs> eraser, <and laughs> nice. cleans those marks off. And Dude, stuff. that's the same stuff we use on the walls at Swimming Pool Warehouse when we when we clean up the walls on, when we talked about with Ed. Oh yeah, those little magic erasers. Damn, the man, they work that good, huh? They work phenomenal. That's awesome. Need to get some because yeah. I got kids. That's, <laughs> touch everything. Oh right? yeah, they're good for the walls for kids. For they sure. are awesome. But that's awesome way to look at pools differently a little bit. You know? Yeah, it's it is. Cool. I mean, and there are some people doing that too. There are some people that are building a, a swimming pool to skate. You know, because skateboarding has gotten back in. We didn't really kind of go into that, but it has, is getting back in. And there are people around town that are, are starting to consider that. I know a lot of people in California are, are doing. Not a lot of people. I shouldn't say that, but there are some people starting to say, "Hey, I want a skate swim pool." And they're telling builders that, and you know they drain it, like you said, in the winter, and they'll do their skating, and then when the summertime comes, they'll fill it up. Yeah, that's. It, yeah. Do you find that a lot of people that you meet in the pool industry have a skateboarding background? No, I do not. Really? <laughs> that's funny because we were just talking about that, and I was like, man, I don't know if it's because we're running into some some younger guys, but I feel like there's quite a few people that I've run into that kind of have a background of you know skating when they were younger yeah and, there, there's uh, a f- there's a few guys that i know that that i that actually skate with uh at the local skate parks on the weekends that work for a couple of different pool companies um it, but not a lot of customers that i meet they're more or less like they're the tax you know what i mean or, right. or something like that they're not actually the business owners but there's a couple that i've met that are business owners that have a little bit of a background that's yeah. cool yep that's cool so Kind of just tell us maybe how you ended up in the pool industry. You know, start from the beginning. You know, we want to know your whole Mark Hernandez story. I'm so excited because I actually don't know. (laughs) No, uh, actually, well, being that I had kids really young when we talked about previously, you know, that dang 90s R&B music, man, it gets you every time. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, that's awesome. You got some Brian McKnight. Yeah. No. Slow jam. One. Bo- boys like to men. Like a dream come boys true. Boys to men. <laughs> uh, it was all the boys, boys to, men, to men. The silk, the shy, all that stuff. But um, See, yeah, Brian no, McKnight's too old for yeah, him. Yeah, Brian McKnight's a little... <laughs> <laughs> it's messed up, Ty. No, it's not too old. It's just that that wasn't what I was listening to when I was doing. So my parents were listening to that. When, oh. I was, when I was creating, that's when I wasn't I was listening. To gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. But um, no, I started, uh, I started actually working... Um, how was it ninety three ninety four um I got a job at a at a retail pool store and I was working at a video store at that time and um my mom she had got remarried and her husband said, "Hey, this retail store had a hiring sign in the window. I don't know if you wanted to go check it out, but um you know you never know what the pay is and you know what your schedule's like because I was working at a video store at that time, and you know they were, that was minimum wage, and I was riding my bike approximately i think it was about nine or ten miles it was a bmx bike to and from work you know so this was a little bit closer so i was like all right (laughs) i'll check it out so i went and checked it out i ended up getting the job and and i ended up working for that company for approximately i think about nine years i worked myself up to assistant manager worked myself up to manager i managed managed a couple stores and uh, i i learned a lot i learned a lot from them i learned a lot you know about um kind of how to just talk to customers and and how to present um, product and and how to sell, I really did, and I I think that uh, that was a huge uh, step in, in the direction of just becoming adult, 
they ha- I think they have a lot to do with um, kind of part of the core of the personality of the way I do my job today is just some of the background from from that retail company that I worked for. So, and then after I did that, I um, I worked for them for quite some time, and then um, when I left, I started my own business, which was service and repair. And I did that. I did service and repair, and I just I started. I think I had like five pools, and slowly but surely, I just kept you know hustling and saying, "Hey, you, you need pool service? You got a friend, coworker, family member? Let me know. I'll be more than happy to do it." So, what made you? you know, go from the retail into that, what made you see that vision? I think by that time I had already gained a lot of knowledge and I think it was just, it was confidence that I could do it. I think I had a lot of confidence that I could, you know, cause just solving a lot of problems and, and knowing how to do it. Well, you know, I had a lot of confidence, but when I went out into the field, I was like, Oh good. I, I have a lot of confidence. And when I started doing, it, I was like, Oh wait, I don't have that much confidence anymore because, <laughs> you know, because I was telling everybody how to do it. That came in to the retail store. Hey, you fix it this way. You do this, uh, you glue this joint, you do that. I had really never physically done it myself, maybe just one or two times. But when it was a way to make your living, it was a lot different. So I was doing it all the time. So eventually I picked up on it, you know, like anything else. And then um, after I did that, I, well, I was doing pool service and repair, and then I started selling above-ground pools and above-ground spas. And I installed above-ground pools, and uh, I delivered above-ground spas. And that was, that was very lucrative, um, I do got to say, because not a lot of people were, especially with above-ground pools, and, and in Phoenix area, they didn't really buy them. But I don't the, think I've ever seen one here. Yeah, but the way I kind of, the brand that I had sold at that time and the way that I was kind of presenting it to the market was a little bit of a different approach, you know, than, than I think what most people did. Um, and I had set up a booth, actually, believe it or not, at the Goodyear Swap Meet, and I had actually a physical pool set up there, and then I had like four or five spas, and it was a weekend thing, so everybody would come weekend. You'd leave your stuff there. And I sold a lot from there. And I just, my, my, one of my main slogans was, uh, don't buy an in-ground until you see my above ground. Damn. Yeah. Nice. And so, <laughs> and so I would, you know, let people see it and explain the warranty, how good it was. And then, uh, you know, I would sell them out of there. And uh, slowly but surely, I mean, it just, it kind of took off. Now, I knew at that time that it was probably, it was just a matter of time before the sales declined. Because at that time, everybody was buying it. This was in like 2007, I think 2006, seven, five around there. Everybody was doing the second and third mortgages like they were going out of style. Oh, so, yeah. yeah. So everybody had like this, just wad of cash with them because they had just, you know, either refied or took out a second and, uh, they were just like done, let's do it. And then, you know, I, 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 when my marketing that I, that I did for that, I, I tried whenever used to try and sell something, I used to just figure out a reason to not make them say no, whatever that reason was. And one of the main reasons with selling above-ground pools at that time was that I that I could figure out why people would say no is because they didn't want to install it. So then I started offering free install with the purchase, and it, it really jumped off and went from there. So it, it was good. I mean, it was it was it was um, it had a shelf life, but it was good. <laughs> yeah, it did. Was did there you much- install them yourself? Yeah, I actually had a couple guys working for me. We installed ourselves. Yeah, was there much competition back then? No, not really. I mean, uh, the type of pool that I was selling at that time was tough pools, which is a soft sided above ground pool. And then you have you know your other is steel that the one that does tough spas too. Yeah, the same brand. Yeah, but they don't do tough pools anymore. Oh, okay, um, that specific company doesn't. Um, but um, uh, mainly, it was kind of a it was it was a lot easier to put in than a steel wall. So it was quick and easy. I could get one put up. I put three up in one day 
on time oh, wow. stone three. So and that day almost killed me because it was like, <laughs> like ten at night. But I, I did do that. So, but it was cool. And then you know I, I I sold the spas. I at that time I sold tough spas too as well, which was a great great tub. You know, very durable. And uh, it was it was a real simple tub, perfect for the for a consumer that already had had the Cadillac spa and just wanted to get something new. That thing looks simple. like military issued. Yeah. It is. I think it's hardcore. <laughs> I like them. It is. I, we always talk about them when we see them yeah. at the shows and stuff. They're really um, industrial looking. Oh, I think yeah. they stand out at the shows too because you know oh, they don't look yeah. like a Cadillac spa. They yeah. just look like something cool you can put in your backyard. That kind of the like, weather could just beat the yeah. snot out of it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, and then now they have the 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 self close not the self closing cover, but the the cover that's part of the spa. Yeah. The hard top cover. Yep. Yeah, it's phenomenal. Dave Midkiff is the owner of Tough Boss, which is actually a friend of mine. And uh, he he's just he's just a brainiac man. That guy's awesome. That's cool. Yeah, it's a really cool. Really idea. good guy too. Really good guy. Let's transition to um, you're just kind of doing the service and repair here in Phoenix. You're doing the above ground spas, all that kind of stuff. Did you kind of phase all that stuff out or? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. That's what I did. I just uh, it got hot. It got really hot outside. You guys know no. how it is. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> And in Arizona, I was working seven days a week for almost like six or seven years straight. Yikes. And so I had started to get really disconnected with my family and especially my kids at that time. And, you know, I, I didn't know, you know, I almost didn't know what grade my daughter was in, believe it or not. But I didn't know any of her teacher's names. I didn't know what her next test was. I, I didn't know, you know, my son had to, you know, go get uh, a procedure done, I you know, for his teeth. I, I didn't know any of this stuff. You know, I was, right. I just, they would tell me my, my girlfriend at the time or my wife at the time would tell me and I would just, it would just zone in one ear and out the other. And finally I just kind of got, I got enough's enough. And I was like, I can't do it anymore. So I kind of just, I sold my, I had a little route. I sold that and I kind of just dissolved, uh, the business slowly, but surely. And, and then I went to, um, I applied at, uh, SCP and superior, uh, for an outside sales position, then um, kind of the rest is history to, to right now. So, wow, that's very cool. Did yeah. you did you like what you were doing when you were um, doing the service and repair and the above ground spas and stuff? I mean, did you genuinely? Mm. I mean, I have to think you were doing it seven yeah. days a week. You had to <laughs> like doing it somewhat. <laughs> I like the money that went with. No, I did. I did like it. I did like it. I, I enjoyed you know helping people and helping families. You know, and and creating that backyard environment. I, I'm a big. Um, type of person that, that likes to keep families together and, and keep them in the backyard and, you know, get off your cell phones, get off your iPads. And, you know, there's a big old backyard centerpiece right here. Go use it. You know, whatever it was a spa or above ground pool or in ground pool. And I like to be part of that, you know, to take the stress off a, a mother and father. Cause that's not like they don't have enough things going on with their kids. So that way, you know, keep a clean pool and keep it working and they didn't have to worry about that. So all they had to do was go out and swim and spend time with their kids and their family. So that's cool that you genuinely, like understood that you're selling people an experience. Cause I think a lot of people forget that, Yeah, you know, our responsibility is to make sure that everything's working properly. It looks good. Um, it's safe. Um, because we're having all these, you know, birthday parties, these swim parties, all these different things. And we're Absolutely. just, man, we've, 
you know, made so many memories, you know, and it's all around a swimming pool. And uh, we're in charge of that. We're in charge of keeping it clean, automating it, heating it, whatever it is that you do, building the pool, whatever it is that you do, you're, you're pretty much responsible for that. I mean, I don't know how many times, you know, someone's like, hey, we need to get this dialed in. I got a party tomorrow. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, they, they're a new customer that calls in. They're like, can you come out here like right now? It's like, it's Friday at you know, six o'clock. Right. Right. You know, fortunately, I mean, we can get someone to help you out, but said, man, your pool's green. It ain't, <laughs> <laughs> it ain't, uh, it just needs to quick blue by tomorrow. No. Yeah, can someone come out here and vacuum this up? Yeah. You know, throw a couple tabs in there and be like, dude, it's a swamp. Yeah. yeah. You guys waited way too long. Yeah. You can't turn that in yeah. one night. Yeah. I think I'm at the wrong house. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I've weird. gotten those calls a few times. Yeah. Crazy people. Yeah. So that's crazy. So you went from having your, customers being more like residential um own that have the own pools to mm-hmm. now your customers or guys like this that own service and repair businesses they're builders they do resurface tile cleaners all the different uh manufacturers you probably deal with yep. so now things have changed quite a bit how are you liking uh where you're at now oh man i love it honestly i wouldn't do anything else i love helping people and and if i have the the insight to help somebody whether it's whatever how to cook you know, cheese crisp. I don't know. You know what I mean? From, from <laughs> helping with a heater or an automation, I, I want to help them and show them. I get a, I get a real kick out of it. I get a real high out of it for me. Yeah. Is it it's difficult when people aren't catching on? No, it's not because I'm not the sharpest tool in the shed myself either. I just, I know by repetition and I, and I, that's how I learn and, and I'm very hands-on. You can explain something to me and I'm like, yeah, unless I touch it and feel it, look at it. And then you explain it to me, then I get it. But no, it, it sometimes you're, you're a little discouraged because I don't think sometimes certain pool service companies take it very serious. They just look like, you know, I'll just call this person and get the advice and do it when the time comes. Instead of saying, you know what, I'm going to study this. I'm going to learn it, and it's going to come off the tip of my tongue whenever I need it. And I think that they lean on, you know, a lot of the manufacturer reps and technical support when they do need it, but they don't really want to learn it. And I, and I get a little discouraged in that because, for me, I was I'm very prideful in what I know, and I I want to go learn. I did study, I took the classes, I spent the time, and I opened up books, and I, I forced myself to know this stuff so I didn't have to ask the questions, um, and reach out for the resources. And I think we've made it very easy for well, not that I that I mind that, but I think we've made it very easy to just not really take learning super super serious i'm not saying all companies but there are some that just i'll just call this this person and he'll help me out instead of you know i think you know not to make excuses but it's just man it's really hard i know everybody has a different situation but you know we grew a little faster than we had anticipated so we're like trying to take care of emails calls the guys all these different things on top of still learning new things which that's just what you have to do. And we're still trying to balance, you know, the, our normal family life as well. So Absolutely. it's, you know, just kind of all over the place. But, um, you know, I'm going to throw you kind of a curveball here all right. um, for, you know, all the listeners, you know, listening to this right now. Um, what would you suggest? I mean, because, you know, you're not available to everybody and they're not available in every state. You know, if somebody wants to learn to do automation or install heaters, um, you know, what's your recommendation for something like that? Would you just say, you know, read the manuals? Like, what, what, you know what I mean? 
My recommendation, if, if you want to learn how to become a good heater repair tech, um, a couple things, you know, find somebody that's good and, and ask them permission if you can train with them. If they're just, a, you know, they could be in a competitor, but, you know, usually a sole proprietor guy that's by himself that, you know, is just an old school guy that's been working on heaters for 40 years and, and you know, call them up. Be like, hey, man, I heard you were a good repair tech. They say that at the distrib- uh, the local distribution um, would you would you be willing to train me? I, I'm just trying to get better. I don't know. And you never know. And you could pay him for his services and his time. And that, I would try and go something to that route first. But but also one of the ways that 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 we did it was was reach out to the manufacturers reps and the technical support guys and say, hey man, you know I I took your class at at this and I, you're talking way over my head. Can we tone it down some? Can I train with you privately? Can, you know, can I come into your training center if you have one or can we meet at a job site and can you get me trained on how to do this? And I think a lot, a lot of the, the manufacturer reps in Arizona would love to help, you know, for that reason. They, they like, they like training. They like helping. Um, yeah, I think, you know, that's one of the biggest things we didn't even know before we even met you, to be honest. Um, and I don't think the companies pitch it very well yeah. is that they have these, reps each company has these reps that will go into the field and help you right you know they'll they'll reach out help you learn they all have their own training facilities or they'll come train you at your compound or things like that but nobody tells you that nobody tells you that in the beginning nobody wants to share that information which is crazy because that just makes everybody better you know if you can learn from people who make the product you know, then you should be able to do that. And that's crazy. People don't even mention that to you in the beginning. We had no idea that even the reps did, you know, we didn't even know what reps were for right. like a year. Right. So <laughs> do right. you think the manufacturers don't kind of market that or talk about that much because they don't have the manpower? They don't have the, they don't have enough people out there. I mean, cause there's just one of you yeah. and you know, we have Jason from Pentair and we have Nick from Zodiac and things like that. Is it because there's not enough people around to kind of visit all these different job sites and they don't, because you know, if everybody had their phone numbers, th- th- there's only so much that they can do oh, yeah. and somehow they would have to prioritize, you know, who gets taken care of first and right. You know, if they do get to you, you know, you better have a <laughs> notepad and a pen. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I think that's, you're spot on with that. I think that's it because we just went to the Pantera training not too long ago here in Phoenix. And, uh, you know, if, if they were trying to push that, they would have stood up. And if anybody needs help out in the field, you call this number and we'll come out and help you. No, they don't promote that. And you're exactly right because it would just be too many calls and too many things going on. You They're almost got to you to speak up and you say have something. to speak up and say something exactly as a company, uh, an owner of the company or, you know, a lead tech or something like that. If you want to learn something, you're going to have to go call the guys and say, dude, I need training on your product. I guess that does separate, you know, the companies like us that are, you know, progressive with that from the ones that don't really want to learn and want to grow. Right. You know, that's so if you are listening out there and you're like a younger company and you want to grow and you want to do those things, definitely should reach out to whatever manufacturers you want to, um, to start learning those things because they're not going to just come to you because the, I think, you know, like you said, that, that is one version of it. And I just think they... You know, they don't have the manpower to do it or they don't have somebody like you or somebody like Jason and Nick that are knowledgeable enough to to teach it. So they have to be selective somewhat with what they take on. And, you know, if you're hungry like we were, like if you reach out, then, you know, they're always they're always willing to help those type of people. Absolutely. I mean, reach out, sorry, reach out and keep reaching out, you know, and just tell you get what you want because you will get what you want. 
And, you know, let me back up a little bit earlier what I said about, you know, calling, you know, a service tech that you know that's good in heaters. I mean, probably not a company, but just like I said, a single guy that's doing repairs. I mean, he might not say no, and he might say, get lost, buddy. You know, you're going to be my competitor. Well, that's fine. You move on to the next guy. If he says no, he says no. But at least you try, because I guarantee you, you're going to run into somebody that's going to say, yeah, man, I'll help you. I'm going to charge you a little bit, but I'll help you. You'll It'd be run, worth it. Yeah, it would be worth it. And you're going to run into, you'll run into a lot of no's, but you'll get your yes. You will. Because yeah, guys want to help people. And I think, you know, the, the pool industry sometimes can be like a giant college fraternity. Um, and people are sometimes really um, like shy or embarrassed to ask questions oh, because yeah. they're like, oh, I should probably know this. Because I know in the beginning, I still feel this way sometimes because I don't go to SCP that much. <laughs> you know, other people do. I don't really yeah, yeah. do that that much. <laughs> I'm too but, good for SCP now. I no, no, my no, guys no, go. no. No, I'm just no. totally kidding. I'm totally kidding. When everybody's sick, I have to go in. But, Aren't yeah. you the uh, IT guy, Greg? <laughs> yeah. Dude, that's what they call me over there. <laughs> like, oh, it's the IT guy. I'm like, oh, whatever, man. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Um, but, you know, I think people, it's, it's really difficult for some people to be in that situation where they're like, man, I really want to ask. It's just like maybe the Q and A's where you're just like praying to God that somebody asked a question that's on your mind because yeah. you're like, I don't want to be the idiot that asked like, you know, you know, something about a VS pump or something like that. You don't want to be that guy. You're just hoping somebody else speaks up. So I think the biggest thing, and that's what we did in the beginning is, was we just spoke up. We're like, Hey, we don't really do any repairs right now. And it was, I think, a little bit more. You guys were awesome, but like, I don't really know what I'm doing. Can you help me? And it was the money. I was like, yeah. He's like, we're excited. We want to grow. We want to do things. I was like, yes. But I think it was even more difficult for us because we already had at that point in time, that was still some time ago, but we still had a a pretty good reputation um, online. Yeah. So I feel like that was just even more weird for us because we're like, man, people probably think that we should know all this stuff. It's not like we're saying that we do, Mm -hmm. but- we didn't care. Just like, no, we don't know this. We need to know. So let's find somebody that's going to help us. Sure. Because we searched high and low online, everything. We have to go to these classes, do this and that. And we even talked about it. We're like, dude, there's got to be somebody that can come out in the field and help us out with something or something. Um, And that's exactly what had happened. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, (laughs) I think one of the things where you, you're scared to ask a question and that's because when you go on online platforms and you know, if you see on Facebook or in different groups, if somebody asks a question that, or even on Instagram posts, get your ass lit up. Dude, yeah. if you, if you ask the simplest question and they're like, Oh, noob, newbie, noob. And it's like, dude, like how yeah. are you supposed to learn? You can't, yeah. but everything, everything, like you use like, um, like some dude wasn't even finished with like with a plumbing job. And there was like a little bit of like, like glue or something like that. Dude, there was like 30 people lighting this dude up. Yeah, he's like, calm down. I haven't even finished it yet. It's not painted. <laughs> like, <laughs> dude, oh, dude they light him up. And yeah. that's and that sucks, dude. And yeah. that's what sucks about when you're first starting. That's why everybody's scared in those in those big conferences to ask questions. Yeah. Because, dude, everybody will light you up. Oh, yeah. And that's what, you know, when we went to the Pentair thing and we were talking, I think it's important for them and other manufacturers to teach things in like stages, you know, and as a beginner and intermediate and Mm -hmm. like an advanced, Mm -hmm. because you're throwing all these people into one room and their skill sets are so far off. And you're like, man, you got one guy that's never even plumbed in a pump and you got one guy that's plumbed in, you know, 2000 in the same room. Right, right. Do you just have to accept that it's like old school hazing 
and that you're just going to have to take it until you make it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I kind of feel that way. Like, you know what? You just have to grin and bear it. And yeah. it's like one day I'm going to be on your level and then I get to do the same or not. Right, but right. It's right. almost like if you can take it, you know what I mean? And learn something from it because you really can. If somebody gives you a hard time because you called it by the actual part name, right. but you didn't, you know, call it by its, you know, street name or whatever you call it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, right, right, right. It's pretty cool after that where you're like, well, I had to learn the hard way because I look like a freaking idiot. But <laughs> Now I call it by its street name, and the next person that walks in the door, they're like, oh, can I get this? And you're like, yeah. oh, noob. Noob. Yeah, yeah. It's a tampon or yeah. whatever the hell they yeah. call it. <laughs> the yeah. flip and float tampon. You got to start somewhere, man. You got to start somewhere. One thing I've noticed working in distribution when I when I used to work at the counter, when I first started, because I, I didn't get jumping right in my position because they didn't have one available, but um, I was glad I went to the counter. But I, I will say this. A lot of the pool guys do like to to – eavesdrop on what you're going on when you have a problem and you're talking to a representative from our company and getting helped and getting your order filled and if you have a question or something like how do I do this usually people will walk over and say oh you know you do it like this you do it like that but in an open format setting in a class setting god forbid if you ask a question that's silly and people will look at you like even the instructor, no offense against any instructor, oh, yeah. they'll give you a, kind of a weird look too. For sure. But you got to start somewhere, man. I mean, that's why me, I, I deal with people at all type of experience levels from people that have just been in the business for uh, six months to people that have been in business for 25 years. And I like, you know, getting to know the, you know, some of those vintage pedigrees that have been in the business for a long, long time. I like to get their, some of their insights on how to, you know, just how to find a suction leak. What's, what's their way? Well, this is my way. Oh, cool. I didn't think about that. You know, everybody's got a certain way. But speaking of that, I learned the craziest thing from a homeowner, man. And you probably already know the trick because you're good at that stuff. But I, <laughs> I went to this to this one thing and it was this dude had it had the front of the suction side saran wrapped. Yeah, dude. And I never even thought about there to use go. saran wrap. And mm-hmm. that dude had that thing priming like 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 perfect and all it was was put saran wrap he found the suction leak by putting saran Mm -hmm. wrap and it sucked the saran wrap in there absolutely that's pretty crazy i never even heard of that yep yep that's uh (laughs) did he use clear pink or uh (laughs) it was clear (laughs) so now our warehouse is fully stocked with uh, (laughs) (laughs) saran wrap wrap everywhere no but it was a homeowner man too yeah. I was impressed by that because yeah. they usually have no idea what they're doing and you know, yeah, he right. had that thing primed he said like, oh yeah the leaks, leaks right here and sure thing you yeah. know, take that that uh, saran wrap off and it didn't prime nope don't give him too much credit <laughs> that's probably all I had in the kitchen <laughs> <laughs> you don't need to fix a suction leak just saran wrap it could have been you don't could have been foil yeah could have been foil could have been foil that's awesome dude could have been a pillowcase anything to keep the air out no no pillowcase wouldn't work yeah, but even at the counter, man, I mean, those, even those guys, sometimes it's, they'll, they'll just like laugh. Like, I don't know. It's the, the industry is crazy. You'll just hear somebody ask a simple question like, oh, what's this? And you got like, you know, some simple little product, like a 90 or something. And they're like, oh, you don't even know what's called a 90. I know. <laughs> no, you know what though? Like, <laughs> you know, and, and the way I, uh, I've had to learn to think differently because I used to kind of be a little bit like, like you're in pool business and you don't know what this is. But I started to think about it, and I was like, you know what? In all fairness, there's no pool school. In the auto mechanic industry and in the air conditioner, they have these literally live, like, schools. I don't like know. trade school. Trade schools that you go to yeah. that you can sign up. You got to pay money. You sign up. You got tuition, all this stuff. And you go through testing and processes and all these procedures, and they get you dialed in. They don't have that in our industry, unfortunately, at this time. And until they do, 
I've, I'm patient with everybody because no question is a stupid question to me. If I can show you how to glue a 90, then I'll show you. You know, <laughs> I can show you how to thread in an aerator, I'll show you. It's not a big deal to me. But I used to think a little bit different until I actually start thinking, well, how are they supposed to learn if they don't ask a question? How are they going to learn? By trial and error and messing something up and then giving the industry a little bit of a bad name? Like, yeah, I'm not hurting pool that's the only I'm way. I'm going to do it myself because nobody knows what they're doing. Yeah, that's you the know? only way, man, because you just go out there and try to learn yourselves. I mean, the first full plumbing job I did, I did by myself. I mean, yeah. I still it's still going strong, which is cool. <laughs> but, you know, I, I didn't know, and it probably looks like crap. You know, it's like plumbed weird and right. different angles. But I mean, other than that, you don't learn. I right. mean, nobody's going to teach you. It's, is that the one we you. drained as well? Yeah. <laughs> I remember being so scared draining that pool. Because yeah, we had never too. drained a pool before. I'm like, dude, we, should we stay here until it's empty? <laughs> I don't feel right just leaving this pump, oh, yeah. draining this pool. <laughs> the old, the stay old. the night. Yeah. <laughs> I, had a little, I had a little tent and a campfire. <laughs> cooking some hot dogs. Just watching it yeah. to make sure it's And then when you're, like, okay. you're filling it back up and you're like, oh, man, it's going to be like two hours. This thing's going to be filled. <laughs> <laughs> Three days later, <laughs> no water pressure. You're like so scared. All right, you guys got to make sure you when you go to bed, turn it off and then turn it back on like no dude it takes <laughs> way longer than that what, but, what would you say um are some of the biggest concerns you hear from you know the people that you deal with on a regular basis that use you know superior and scp you know is there something uh that you just hear almost every day uh you know there's there's a lot of little things, um, you know. A lot of people, some people complain certain branches. I, I wish they were a little bit faster, you know. what I mean, to you know get in and get out, and and that's why we've developed, you know, our will calls and our priority will calls to get you know the stuff pulled ahead of time before you come. Um, you know, I just think that uh, there's no, we don't really have a whole lot of complaints. It's sometimes it's it's just not having what they need at that particular branch. And so it has to be transferred in. Or the inventory says that you guys have something at a store and you get there and it's not. Yeah. And that doesn't happen as much as it is as before back, you know, eight, nine years ago. Except I don't want to say waterway. It, uh, <laughs> valves. Uh, I don't want to say it. I don't want to say it, it. It doesn't still happen, but it, we, we've got really good processes and procedures now in place with inventory and, and how to track it. And, and there's cycle counting like every day, different things. So it's really, really, um, it's pretty accurate. Well, that's such a difficult thing to do to, you know, keep track of that inventory a hundred percent. I don't think any inventory can be a hundred percent. I mean, maybe it can be, but yeah. you know, when you're dealing with millions of parts, it's just so difficult. Awesome. Um, I know on our last episode, we were talking about how important it is to have a mentor because if you have a mentor, it's, uh, just really nice to have that person in your life that can help guide you and uh, teach you different things. Did you have a mentor or just kind of uh, like an influencer in your, you know, you know, pool career that really helped you out? I honestly did, you know, I probably say the mentor that I had was the old retail company that I worked for. And the only reason why is I, I feel that when I look back on, on some of the way my business character is now, is that um, they really had a, a good training um, process to show you, like again, like I said before, how to sell, how to how to talk, how to walk, how to how to be professional, and and how to um, just present yourself very well. And uh, and they kind of showed you, and uh, they kind of taught you how to talk, I guess, you know, and just explain things. And it, it was to me when I go back and I think about like you know where did some of this 
stuff that I that I do now come from. It, it's from them. It really is. And um, one one individual that I used to work with uh, when we used to work together named Pete Soto, and he he actually works for uh, SCP and Superior. Uh, funny because he used to work at the retail store that I used to work for, but uh, the chain. And um, he he was been a, he was a good mentor. He was a good guy, and he he walked me through real slowly how to how to be professional and just and courteous and kind and 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 use proper body language and how to answer the phone properly when I was working in the retail store and just the whole professionalism aspect of him he really really enlightened me he got me to think that you know you, you don't talk that way in business you know you, you don't act that way in business you don't stand that way in business you don't dress that way in business in business you do it like this and if you can do it like this i guarantee you that you will be a successful and uh, and he was right. I mean, he really was. He 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 showed me a lot of things, and I'm very grateful for Pete because uh, he he's, he's a great individual uh, still to this day. And I bump into him about once every month and a half or so, and we always reflect on some funny story back in the in the stores that we used to work in. So I think that's so cool that you talk about that because there's only um, even if you're really good at what you do, I think that only goes so far if you're not if you don't have good. Um, uh, good communication skills and you're talking about body language and how to talk to customers and kind of uh, just put yourself in their shoes. Mm-hmm. I think that is um, something that a lot of people, you know, we hear a lot of people, they have a lot of problems and they can't figure out why people are treating them a certain way. And it's like, man, I can already tell by the way you're acting. If you talk to your customers, the way you're talking to me, right. you know what I mean? Like I can understand why people don't want to deal with you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, and sure. yeah, you might, you might be the greatest repair person or builder or whatever, but if this is your approach, you know what I mean? That you're just going to you know, be a know-it-all. Like People don't want to see that. They want to see that you're caring and you're sincere Absolutely. and you genuinely care about what you do and what you're going to do for them. Mm-hmm. You know? So I think, that's, I think that's really cool that you learned all that. So even now or even shortly after you left, were you able to kind of, you know, talk with the owner or people that, I mean, your friend that you were just talking about? Yeah. Were you able to kind of just like pick their brain on things while you were in the field and things like that? Yeah, 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 absolutely. That's super cool. Got to have that. So, I mean, SCP is pretty large organization. Um, can you kind of just talk maybe a little bit about their beginnings and where you guys are and you know i know there's a lot of stores around the country yeah you know approximately right now there's um 350 locations around worldwide uh the company started in uh, 1981 and it was uh was founded a uh, south central pools out of louisiana by uh at the present at that time was uh frank um saint romaine and he uh basically started south central pools and then after a period of time, and I think it was about 2000, um, as as SCP got big, um, there was a competitor at that time, which was Superior Pool Products. And um, when they kind of went public, they ended up taking over uh, or purchasing uh, Superior Pool Products. And um, and that, like I said, that was in uh, 2000. 2000 is when they got Superior Pool Products. And then they went public in 1995. So... Um, yeah, I mean that's that's kind of the the kind of the start of it, really. Um, we have branches in uh, Puerto Rico, we have branches in Hawaii, we have branches in Europe, we have branches in Australia, we have branches in Mexico, um, obviously the United States, and um, you know at this time, knock on wood, I hope this never changes, but we are the world's largest swimming pool wholesale distribution company. Wow. Yeah. So. That's really and cool. I, I think that we've got there with 
of just a lot of investment and care to the brand and trying to do the, the best that we can uh, for the customers. So You may not know, but, I mean, so he started the company as like a store? It was like a storefront type thing? Or was it, it was started al- as distribution to always, pool guys? Always distribution to pool guys, yeah. Oh, okay. We never went into a retail. Nice. When uh, Frank started in 1981, it was always a, a wholesale okay. type of thing. So never went to retail. Nice. Well, that's good. So with that being said, I mean, uh, is there any kind of fears or anything like that towards, you know, online sales and things like that? I know that has kind of been a big uh, topic lately, kind of trying to compete with Amazon and different things like that. Yeah, you know, and I I run into this a lot with a lot of people, um, you know, well, 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 they'll look something up on Amazon and they'll look at our price and it's not much different. You know, maybe it's just you know, and Amazon's just like five or $10 more. And it's, you know, what's going on? How could this be your wholesale, their retail? And and I get it. Trust me. I get it. it it's a crazy type of way that what's happening today. And that, and that fact, and that, um, that area with the internet being so, you know, cheap and available at any given moment. And, um, you know, it, it's one of those things where, you know, it's not going away and it's always going to be there with our product with in the air conditioning industry and in the electrical industry, a lot of industries it's starting to hit now. So if you don't, if you don't kind of uh, figure out a, a way how to stick up for your products and your services against the homeowner that you know is holding their phone saying that I can get it on whatever website for cheaper, uh, then you're going to probably lose that sale, and, yeah. and you're going to and you're going to fail, um, and you're not going to you know make the most out of your company that you can. Um, I think that that you need to have a rebuttal and something against that situation be able to tell you know the homeowner you know i offer a service that the internet doesn't provide i pick up i size i deliver and i install and unfortunately until the internet can do that unfortunately i can't match it at this time ma'am what time would you like wednesday for me to come install that pump you know just roll kind of right into it because if you fiddle with it and you fumble your words and you don't make eye contact you don't stand up straight you know you're gonna lose that that um, that confidence from the customer. I, I did a little bit of research on this topic about why cus- why consumers you know shop on the internet. You know, besides all the ease and the availability and twenty four hours and stuff like that, um, it was mainly just just it, basically was it price? It really wasn't price because the the article said that that a lot of people don't necessarily buy off price. They buy off availability um, and they buy because you know it's readily available. Now, like that they can see it and it's so easy to see the picture of it. They can see the price. They can compare things. They can see feedback right. on products. Right. I think there's so many things that it can do that we can't necessarily right. do right. unless, you know, we show up right when the thought comes to mind. Right. It's on our hand and we're like, this is what you get. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm going to charge you double, but this is what it is. And I'm a professional. And I'm going to go put this in. You know what I mean? It's not, yeah. it's not that easy. Yeah. It's 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 a crazy world, and you just have to be able to stick up for your products and services. And if you can't, and you roll over, then they're going to give the sale to the internet. And you just stick up for yourself. I mean, and figure out what you want to say. I mean, what I just said about you know, just a second ago, you could use that. You could use something else. But I mean, I tell a lot of pool guys, say, hey, look, man, tell the customer, hey, look, you can buy a lot of things online. You can buy a toaster oven, you can buy a refrigerator, you can buy a flat screen TV. But when it comes to your pool equipment, consider buying it from a local company because you're going to have questions and you're going to have concerns at some point or another. And you're going to need somebody to to answer that for you. And, uh, you know, you're not going to really have a whole lot of questions on, you know, your microwave, are you? 
and how that works. You're not gonna have all questions about your, you know your hair dryer or something like that. Yeah. So you know, when it comes to pool equipment, something that that you're not an expert at, the homeowner, then you know, buy it from a local company so they can help you out. So. Yeah, I think that's a really good one. Well, I think a lot of the companies are coming out, or a lot of the manufacturers are coming out with you know trade only products, which I think helps. Yeah. Um, but we are, you know, we met a lot of cool people at the symposium, a lot of younger business owners, and we had some conversations there. And you know, ultimately, these companies still want to make money, so they're not going to completely take that away from the consumer online yeah. because yeah. they still want to, they still want those sales, but. With these trade-only products, I mean, I think, I don't know what your thoughts are on it, but if if they're going to make these trade-only products, I mean, they shouldn't even give any type of warranty. You know, they're giving the 60-day warranty or they're, yeah. they're, they're honoring the two-year warranty if somebody installs it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But I think, personally, they should not give any type of warranty. <laughs> but, you know, that's a whole game. And yeah. <laughs> ultimately, they can tell us what they want, but they want the money from the product regardless of where it comes from. Right, right, right. Which we get. But, I mean, that's... If they're making these trade series only products, I mean, that should be it and they should not honor warranties. Right, right. No, I agree. If it's trade if it's trade service only, there shouldn't be... Or should be even, you know, five days or something. I don't know. Nothing. Yeah, because they're putting these 60-day stamps on the products, but they can still buy it online and have us install it and it still gets the warranty, yeah. which... Yeah. You know, right? Who knows what they're going to buy online? If they're buying the right size, if they have the right plumbing, I mean, yep. that's a pain in the butt. We don't, we personally don't really do much of that. So, yeah. I think if you shut it down in the beginning with the homeowner and and you just tell them, hey, look, this is this is my transaction. You know, what I mean, not yours, and I'm going to dictate how it goes and and where it ends up. You know, because if you lose, if you lose your, I, I guess, let me back up because you have to be able to to sell and present yourself, but. I always thought about this, like selling, when you sell something at its highest level, it's a transfer of emotion. Right. You know what I mean? It's a transfer of emotion of certainty when you sell something to somebody. And if you can be confident about that and and be able to display it to the customer, chances are you're probably going to win that confidence. And You know what I mean? And they're going to they're gonna purchase it from you. Because if you can't get that confidence, um, you're, you're going to fall flat on your face. And I think a lot of homeowners, a lot of times why they're, why they're shopping you and why they're looking for another outlet to purchase the product is there may not just be quite confident that you're the right person to buy that product from. Sure. But if you can spell it out for them and you can spell it out for them, you know, A, B, C, D, and then it's done, then the chant, then the article, like I was saying, it was uh, stumbling there a little bit before, but, but the article is saying is if you can promote that confidence and, and get that little bit of a doubt out of their mind, then chances are you're probably going to take control of that transaction and get the sale. And I think that a lot of people don't don't have enough confidence in, in what they're what they're selling and what they're doing and their services. It's not that they're not confident, it's just that they don't know how to display it to the homeowner sure. and how to transfer that emotion of certainty. Look, use my services and use my product and here's five reasons why. What time do you want that installed on Thursday? You know? <laughs> and so close it. Yeah, close it, baby. Because <laughs> if you fumble, you're gonna give them a chance and Sure. So And you know, I think that's easier to do in person. You know, we, that's why we do a lot of our bids in person. But I mean, sometimes you get calls from the phone that say, Hey, I just bought this online. Can you install it? I yeah, mean, yeah. those type of situations. And it's like, man, no. Well, you know, and that's <laughs> which that, which they honor the warranty for two years, which, you know, that sucks to me. I don't, I don't really, I really don't like that. And uh, you know, and I, and I don't necessarily agree with it either. I think that, uh, hopefully one day 
that will be like the auto industry because you can't do that. You know, a local auto uh, repair company here is uh, Sun Devil Auto. You can't walk in and buy, you know, a starter for a 94 Civic and walk into Sun Devil Auto, drop it on the counter and say, hey, can you put this in? How much? Right. They'll laugh at you. Like, yeah. No, it's not going to happen. We don't put... And the, and the reason why I know this is because I've done that before. <laughs> <laughs> Because nice, I, I, you know, but I wanted That's to get it. Awesome. I, I was this car I was trying to hawk, and it was my son's car, and I was trying to sell it super cheap. So I was trying to like not spend a lot of money, but but the, <laughs> they basically they 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 presented themselves very well, and they told me that look, you know, unfortunately we can't install any parts that run out of the outside channels of our company, um, and we have you know a, a strict policy that we 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 have to abide by, and we can't do that. Um, we buy from a, a distributor that has our back, you know, and that if there is something ever wrong with that starter for that 94 Civic, we'll, we'll take care of it for you and we'll warranty it accordingly. Right. And I think that when they kind of explained that to me, I was like, oh, okay, well, that makes sense. All right, I guess, you know, let's go. I'll just take the starter back yeah. where I got it from. And and it's it's just, you know, been able to have that policy and procedure and hopefully one day that the pool industry will get a little bit closer and a little bit more united like that, like the automotive industry, because you can't bring parts from the internet into your local auto shop and tell them to put it in. I mean, I'm not saying that they're not ones that will do it, but the bigger chains out here in Phoenix, Arizona, they'll tell you to take a hike in a nice way. Yeah. I mean, you still got Johnny one trucks that might do that, but you know, yeah, the professional companies, the legit companies, you know, if, they all decided to not do that and yeah. the manufacturers helped where they didn't provide those type of warranties or you know didn't honor the warranties it would definitely raise that bar yeah for sure maybe one day we'll get like that <laughs> <laughs> hopefully hopefully for sure i do I hope, it, I hope it happens you know one of the other jobs i think you took us to um you know was our first automation install and that was pretty awesome oh yeah i remember that <laughs> <laughs> with jason yeah, yeah, yeah. With Jason or Bender, yeah, yes. I mean, that was sweet, sweet of you guys, man. It was cool. You and Jason basically spent, you know, like six to eight hours out in the field with us, and you know, wasn't quite summer yet, but yeah, it was still toasty out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, you helped us yank the old board down, put the new board on, wire everything, you know, from start to finish, and I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, you know, that we could learn. You know, the reason I bring automation up because I just we kind of want to hear your thoughts, maybe on where you see the industry going. Um, you know, what the future looks like to you for the industry. And I know that's a big part of it for us. But what do you think? Um, completely automated everything as much as possible. I mean, the automation systems that are coming out from Hayward, Pentair, and Jandy, um, you know, they used to be big flagship automation panels, expensive. Not a lot of people could afford them or wanted to afford them. And now they're making it so affordable and so easy at an, at an entry level you know, way that it's almost hard. It's like, why not? Not to say no. Yeah, exactly. And um, I think I, pretty soon, I, I, I mean, nothing against, you know, a, a traditional time clock, but, you know, hopefully one day that everybody will be able to turn their pool on with their phone or some type of tablet or something like that, you know, and control stuff from that. I think that'd be great. Have you seen a huge spike in automation sales? Absolutely. SCP? Absolutely. And, and the reason why I think is the manufacturers are, like I said, making these, they're not making such these big flagship panels anymore. They're making some simpler stuff that's more affordable. And, and um, it's also know, easier for 
technicians to learn it. It's easier for the technicians to learn it. It's easier. Sometimes it's easier to a little bit to program. It's not so intimidating, you know, this big, huge board with 400 <laughs> wires running through it. Yeah. Uh, spaghetti dinner. Or something like. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And, um, yeah, it, it is. So I, I, I think that, uh, you know, and, and other manufacturers are jumping in too, as well as getting into the simplicity. A uh, waterway makes a panel. Now, um, that's, that's really simple and, and easy to put into. And uh, you're going to see... Can you get their products in Arizona? Yes. <laughs> you can't get their products in Arizona. I'm just kidding. We, we, had a, we had some issues trying to get some Waterway products recently. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, well, you know, it, Waterway... It, it, see, everything is all demographic. You know, out here in, in, in Phoenix, the greater Phoenix area in Tucson, it's, it's a Pentair Hayward Jandy. You know, Waterway is bigger in some, in some different demographic areas of the United States. And it's all to each its own. You know, whoever yeah. it is. And if we don't have a whole lot of, of of a certain brand of manufacturer that is very popular, then, you know, we bring it in slowly but surely till the demand. So till the manufacturer, you know, makes that demand for us to where we have to bring in more. So, um, yeah. That's I, cool. So you see the industry just going more towards just being fully automated? I just be fully automated. I also think that there's going to be a way with single-speed pumps. Mm-hmm. I think that uh, here pretty soon that you're going to see um, – more two-speed and variable speed, you know. Uh, well, there's a law there, passed, right, by like 2022 there or something. Is, have but, to... but there is, but there is, but they're still manufacturing single horsepower, right. you know, for your waterfall. Or, yeah, or, right. But I think it's know, like by 20, case, maybe. isn't it 2022 or something, they're supposed to mostly be not even able to make those yeah, or something. Yeah, from the rumors that I've heard that uh, pretty soon here that they're not even going to be able to make single-speed pumps anymore. Yeah. Pumps or motors only. And it's going to be all some type of dual or variable motor. Right. It'll be out there, yeah. So what advice would you give for a new um, just pool service and repair company that's just kind of getting started off? Is there, you know, some special things that, you know, that they should be focused on? Because I know you don't want to jump just right into automation, even if it is the future. (laughs) You know what I mean? Because I think you have to, I think you have to learn how a pool works. You know, you have to kind of see the origins of a swimming pool and then work your way into that. Um, for a company that's just getting started in their infancy, I, I call you guys for, for marketing strategies. I'd say that call brothers, uh, <laughs> get Thank all you. the advice from Greg and he'll help you out and get your, get, get the phone ringing. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I would say take a little bit of time, take it slow. Um, and, and to go to the classes that, that are offered from the manufacturers, go to the classes that are offered from the national plaster council, go to the classes that we sometimes offer and, and participate in that. I know several guys that right now are huge companies in this valley. And I'm talking in the past seven years that I've seen these guys get big. And I can kid you not, I go to all the classes just to mingle with the people that I know and, and also to pick up on something I may not know. And uh, every time I used to go to the I, – I don't go as many as now because, you know, I'm pretty busy. But when I used to go and I had a little bit more time, I had seen these guys there at – Every single class. I mean, it didn't matter what the class was. They were there and they were sitting in the front and they were taking notes and they were getting that information and they were raising their hand and they were asking questions and they were just really applying themselves to to the industry and learning it. And, you know, I mean, you may not have somebody like me to help you out all the time, but if you go out and, and seek it out yourself and put in the time in the energy, you will get a lot of questions answered. And, you know, YouTube is a, is a good another outlet that you could use for small things too as well. 
you know, and uh, but apply yourself to the, to the trade and, and say, this is my job now and this is what I do and, and I'm going to learn it. I'm going to learn it the best I can and I'm going to stay up if I have to and study and I'm going to look at things and I'm going to understand it. I'm going to not be scared to ask questions because don't feel intimidated by, by somebody or something. They'll never, they'll forget that question, you know, two months or a month down the road. You're, you're going to blend right in and pretty soon you're going to be the guy to answer those questions and somebody may come to you. Oh yeah. That'll be a memory. Yeah. You know what I mean? Nobody yeah. will have ever remembered, you know, when you first started off. Oh, absolutely. You know what I mean? That time flies by so fast. And I think another thing is too, is, is figure out your why, like why, why do you want to, to do be a pool service guy? Why do you want to do pool repair? You know, what's, what's your why? And money's a result. And the re- I got this from Ted talks because there was a great Ted talks video by Simon Sinek. On oh, that. Yeah, you sent me that one. Yeah. That's about your cool. why. Yeah. And, and he really just kind of broke it down and, and stuff like that, but figure out why you're doing it in the first place. And don't, like I said, don't let money be your main reason. You know, money's a result and figure out why you're doing it. I mean, you know, are you doing it because, you know, you want to help that family? Like I said, the, the, what I like to do is I like to bring the families together. You know, if they can have a clean, healthy environment to swim in and, and spend time in and, um, enjoy themselves. And then uh, that's why I would do it, you know, to bring those families together. So figure out what you're, why I mean, it may not be what I think, but it could be something else. And once you get that vision, you know, set, then, then push yourself, you know, to, to, to display it and show it and market it. And then, you know, I could also say that, that to, when you're getting into this as new is, is, um, be learn a little bit of salesmanship if you could. I don't think enough companies spend enough time, um, learning how to sell and learning how to close and, uh, learning how to, to give the customer new items to consider that they could use for their, not just their, their whole pool, it's their pool itself, but their whole entire backyard. You know, whether you want to start selling patio furniture or barbecue grills, which we sell by the way, um, you know, or <laughs> sauna, you, or saunas, which we sell, by the way, <laughs> but you know, anything like that, that you can think that you might be able to push, go out and learn it and, and watch some sales videos. There's some great sales videos on, on YouTube that you could find just introductory to basic sales and, and how to close and how to present product and, and do that. Because if you can do that and you're really good at that, Greg, I might that I add, you're really good presenting product and your, your voice tone is very calm and it's very easy to understand. Oh, shucks. No. Thank you so much. Oh, man. shucks. <laughs> no, you're not animated or anything like that. I get a little animated cause I get all hyper cause I, I, I love talking about stuff and, and, but you have a real mellow tone, figure out your tone, figure out your selling technique and, and know the customer that you're dealing with and know how that certain individual needs to be sold to. And, uh, you know, you have to sell to different types of people differently and, um, you know, learn the, the I guess it's five, you know, customer uh, characteristics and figure that out and, and, uh, learn that stuff. I mean, sales is a big thing. I think it gets overlooked in our industry a lot. I mean, because, I mean, I've went out to job sites where I've closed whole complete filter systems for pool guys. And they're like, oh, my God, how'd you do that? And I said, I just start talking to the homeowner for you. You know, we looked at their equipment. You said it was crap. I said it was crap. They even said it was crap. Yeah. You know, and I just went and talked to them. And I had to how about this and how about that. And I sold it on your behalf. And they're like, man, that was awesome. And I said, all I did was, man, I, said, I just talked to them. I just talked to them. And I made a few bullet points. I know the warranties. I know the savings on the variable speeds and how much it'll save the consumer and you know, and you just express to them and tell them that information because they're not going to hear it from anywhere else. If they don't hear it from you, where are they going to hear it from? Exactly. And I will, one last thing I'll say is um, promote your services that you do. Uh, If you just do cleaning and you don't do repair, 
or you do repair cleaning and you don't do top, whatever the case may be, tell the consumer that all your customers that you have that tell them all the products and services that you offer, because I kid you not, I, I, this happens probably about two or three times a year. I'll go out with a newer customer and, um, you know, they're getting to install pumps and they, and they do it. It's not like they don't do it. They haven't done a bunch of them, but they do it. And, uh, you know, it could be a, a year and a half or so they're in business and they'll walk into a backyard and I'll come back there with them and we'll walk by the, the pool equipment and there'll be a brand new pump installed and they didn't install it. And they're like, yep, been there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Except there was yeah. heaters. Yeah. heaters. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so, you know, and he's in, they would say to me, man, oh, I can't believe what, how did they didn't, you know, how come they didn't call me and they, they should have called me. I could have put that in and blah, blah, blah. And I, you know, I always tell them, well, did they know you install pumps? Did you ever call them up or send them an email or express it and maybe something in your billing or your advertising to them that you did do that? Well, no, I, I just assumed. And, yeah, you assumed, and that'll yeah. kill you faster than a bullet. Oh, man, you can't assume anything in this industry. No, man, you can't. Or in any industry. And I think the <laughs> thought we had when a customer had a heater installed and it wasn't any kind of warranty weird issue, it wasn't anything like that, it was just, I think we made the assumption that, you know, our customers saw that we were growing and we were doing more things like, oh, we told you we didn't, we weren't doing major repairs, you know, a year and a half ago, but we're a whole new company. How the heck would they know that? Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? There's, exactly. you know what I mean? They don't, they don't see any of that. No. All they remember is that, yeah, the last time I asked you to do a repair or look at my heater, you said that you didn't do that. Right, right. So what do you expect? So I think that that is a, that's a really good one. And I think if um, you're switching over to doing more repairs, you should totally send out a mass email or, you know, pick up the phone and, you know, call these customers and make sure that um, it's transparent, you know, the uh, services that you offer. Absolutely. So, yeah. I think a good way to do that too is when the manufacturers run their rebates and stuff, you can send out those emails saying, Hey, you know, just so you know, we do variable speed installs and you can save an extra hundred bucks, you know, things like that will help. Just for forward sure. it to them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. No, no. Well, we did that with, the with the the JXI when they had the what was it like a hundred or two hundred dollars yeah yeah that was cool when they had the rebate going on and I think we pushed out um, that uh, email just letting everybody know that you know we were doing that yeah and that there was a little well, that bit of happened off. after we walked in and saw that heater we didn't install so we made sure yeah everybody else knew that we installed them <laughs> right 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 it's too funny but yeah i mean those that definitely helps when they run those rebates you know to advertise them and you know we we put in a lot of cleaners you know when they start doing the hundred dollars off and stuff so. right right absolutely absolutely so is there anything that you do special i mean i know you skate you do a little bit of djing do you do do you read books do you listen to audio books do you do yoga is there something that, <laughs> is there something that kind of keeps you sane because i feel like everybody has you know something that's really special to them that kind of keeps them motivated you know because you know pools are amazing but it's still a job at the end of the day and i feel like you need something oh yeah to keep you everybody needs um, a release yeah, yeah exactly for sure. um I, I, I do, you know, I, I do skateboarding. I play golf. I snowboard. Um, you know, I DJ, like you said. And How would you do that SCP? If I was at SCP? Yeah. Uh, if I was, like, calling numbers or something like yeah. that. Ladies and gentlemen, now next up is number 12. Number 12 to counter three, please. Number 12. Please bring your ticket. <laughs> that is <laughs> awesome. You should totally do that. I've been doing that for a long time. And, and I make a little bit of music on the side just for myself and for a couple of, of friends. And, and I think just the music, I think, for me... And a little bit of the skateboarding and snowboarding is a release. I also do uh, BMX uh, 
downhill. I have like a BMX mountain bike, and I go downhill like really fast with some Dude, guys. You're that I crazy. Know. And so, you take like the chairlift up. No. And I haven't like took the, the chairlift resorts. up yet, but um, I'm about ready to. Yeah. Dude, mountain mountain biking is crazy. Yeah. So I do that, and um, you know, I I enjoy listening to live music. You know, just anything to disconnect disconnect myself from work. Yeah. You know, is, is very helpful for the soul, and you have to feed your soul that sometimes. You just to change it up a little bit and get out there and do something different. And That's uh, cool. for me, it helps me. Um, you know, every day, I, every weekend, I'm doing something, trying to stay busy, doing something, doing something with the kids or something, you know, with, with friends or something to just try and stay, just to break up the monotony. Yeah, most <laughs> definitely. I think all of those things are super cool. Can't believe you do all that. Sounds like a lot of fun. Um, so, what do you, I mean, I probably can't be one of your new customers, but what's your craziest customer story? Maybe when you were running your pool service business or, you know, what do you, like some crazy customer stories? <laughs> customer story. <laughs> Think craziness. real hard. I want to hear something good. <laughs> well, I was, I was shocked before one time um, by a guy that I was helping, and uh, he shut off the breaker. I was helping him fix a light. And oh, you I, were literally shocked. I was literally shocked. I thought you, you were like surprised, I, but I was helping and he, he had, I, I said, Hey, did you make sure, you know, the breakers off? Cause he had standing there back for a while. And, uh, you know, I was just, you know, we were getting ready to, you know, just show him some things. And I think I was with manufacturer at the time and, and he just turned it back on and I didn't know. And I touched the wire and I zapped myself. I mean, I, my feelings and my teeth hurt, man. <laughs> My mouth is smoking. <laughs> Mark, I already told you I'm sorry, man. Yeah. <laughs> but that was um, not us. That was a joke. Yeah, it's a joke. Um, no, I think one of the funniest things that, that I can remember that, and, th- and this wasn't me, but I was part of, of, of this situation. And actually, a guy that I had worked with, um, he, uh, he had told this customer to, to pour some chemicals in her pool. And uh, he gave her the recipe and everything like that. And he told her, all right, pour this chemical around the pool and then run your filter for 24 hours and blah, blah, blah. And so we had dealt with this customer because she, we had, I tested her water and he prescribed the stuff. This was when I was working retail. And uh, so she comes back about like three days later and she goes, yeah, um, um, I don't want, I'm not one to complain, but um, my pool's still, it's still green and it didn't change at all. And in fact, I think it got a little bit worse. But um, all my plants around my pool died. <laughs> oh, my God. What? Yeah. So, and I was like, well, what do you mean all your plants? She's like, yeah, ever since I added that product that you said <laughs> around the pool, that uh, all the plants that were around my pool died. <laughs> she poured the chemicals she around poured, the she pool, poured it not out. in the pool. She, yeah, she poured it around the pool. Oh, my oh, gosh. Dude, you got to be kidding me. No, I'm not kidding you. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. <laughs> oh, like some magic potion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So everybody listening to this, you need to be very clear <laughs> about what you're telling people. You need to pour the chemicals into In the, the swimming pool. Into the swimming pool and around the swimming pool. <laughs> into first and around, yeah. yeah, I poured it on my dog. And, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's so, awesome. I'll never forget that story. That was pretty funny. And, you know, we, we kind of laughed at her a little bit because it was hard to not and uh, but she, she, we got it straightened out but yeah it was, how'd you get that straightened out did you bring some plants <laughs> some new plants over there <laughs> i don't know i think the company at that time ended up just helping her out which you know gave her some store credit or something like that but 
she was cool about it. She's like, oh, I just didn't understand what you meant. <laughs> was it like an algicide or something? Yeah, it was an algicide. <laughs> yeah. So I'm sure, crazy. speaking of algicide, I'm sure you've seen some crazy like green pools. Oh, yeah. What's your craziest green pool you've ever seen? Uh, well, with a point where they're black, they're no longer green. You know what I mean? Where there's just no oxygen left in the water, just black. They're just black. Do you find anything crazy at the bottom oh, once you got yeah. it? Yeah, I've, I've seen them, you know, with any type of animal that you can, that, you know, you know, the Arizona wildlife mm-hmm. from. You see javelinas in there? No javelinas. Oh. No, or no coyotes, but also all the rodents. Yeah, yeah. You know, your typical mice and your typical little prairie dogs and some rattlesnakes that were dead actually at the bottom. Seen a cat in in the bottom of a pool once that was dead. Uh, I didn't even know it was a cat. I thought it was a rat. And until I hosed, I took it out of the pool and hosed <laughs> it off. Got all the algae off him. Yeah, no, it was wasn't a pretty sight. But yeah, so just you know, rodents and animals and stuff. No humans yet. Knock on wood. That's a good thing. Well, I don't do pool service or repair anymore, but I just help people. But yeah, that that no, no humans. So what about trying to like flip one? What's your craziest story of flipping a green pool? Do you have any of those? Um, it was probably, no, it's probably when we used to add, uh, God, what was that stuff? It was the uh, pneumonia that we used oh. to add to, to flip green pools. And we used to sell it at SCP and Superior. And, you know, you had to clear the backyard. And, you know, the dogs would go in the backyard and they'd start. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the whole, yeah, and you had to like add it and kind of get out of the backyard pretty quick because the, 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 the fumes just, you know. Went all and they consumed the whole backyard. And the dogs, the reactions from the dogs were pretty funny because they would, you know, we would tell the customers, hey, we're going to add this chemical I and mean, keep your dogs in the house and don't let them out. And, you know, don't go in the backyard for X amount of hours. And, you know, somehow or another, a dog got out and it was just the reaction was pretty funny. You know, <laughs> Dude, that's crazy. You know, did it, we don't sell did that it, chemical anymore. <laughs> <laughs> did it, it flip them pretty quick? Yeah, it did flip them pretty quick. Yeah. I've never even heard of pneumonia. Yeah, it's a little old trick that uh, it's a pneumonia algicide. I, I forget what the exact ingredients of it were. It was like a two-part, if I can remember right, and you added one right after another, and it just created this chemical reaction. It just literally annihilated any algae in there. Wow. Um, did it bubble up like crazy? Yeah, if I can remember right, it did bubble. You know, a lot of the algae that dead usually starts rising to the top and starts, you know, the moss, it starts getting all moss, it starts breaking up. Um, gas chlorine actually works really fast too. I mean, not too many people have the licensing for it out here in Phoenix, but, right. but, uh, you know, you stick those wands in there or whatever they have and they, they open up the tank and go for it. And, you know, gas chlorine is, is 100% pure chlorine. Right. So that really just <clears throat> takes that algae by storm man, yeah. just knocks it out. So, but, um, yeah, I would say that with the algae. Have you seen that in person? Uh, yeah. Gas, gas chlorine, chlorine yeah, where it just light up a green pool. Yeah. I've seen that. Mm-hmm. Does it turn like, like within minutes, it, it hours? It depends how bad it is and depends what's going on. But you, it, and sometimes you can almost see it turn right before your eyes. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it just starts blowing up. That's know? crazy. So, yep. Yep. All right. Well, thank you so much, Mark, uh, for, uh, being on this, uh, episode with us today. You're very welcome. Um, you've been a really good friend representative on behalf of superior and SEP, me and my brother, Tyler, um, you know, we just always appreciate you and we love all the, you know, luncheons and different things that we do. <laughs> so, um, you know, we look forward to, uh, you know, many more years of, um, working together. Absolutely. Um, yeah. It's been a, it's been a really good relationship, man. We yeah. are super grateful and appreciative and, you know, just like you said, other companies say that you, we for sure couldn't do it without you. So yeah, I appreciate that. Thank, thank you. you so much. You're a big part of brothers, a big part of our, you know, pool industry lives. So I appreciate that. Thank you. Know, you we so wanted much. to have you on here just because you're so important to us in that and thought you're very knowledgeable. So, no, you know, thank you. Why thank don't you, you kind of just maybe 
give SCP little plug here. You know, what do you guys have to offer um, for the pool guys? You know, why should they choose you over your competitors? Things like that. Well, we just we have a lot of things. I mean, there's we have a lot of marketing. Um, you know, uh, features that we have for, for the company that offers, um, we have a, a thing called that we've had for a few years now called splash cash. You know, so if you buy certain items for us, you actually get credit for marketing from our company. So, um, it's actually dollars that you can spend. We have a website designed. You can use it on that. Or if you wanted to do it, something at more of a local level that you had an outlet of advertising, you could use that as well. And we would kind of re- basically reimburse you, credit your account. It has to get approved and things like that if you go that route. But that's that's a really cool thing that we've started. I think it was, it's been about three or four years, and it's called Splash Cash. It's a really good thing. Um, it's, unfortunately, it's not on everything that you purchase. It's just on certain goods. Um, you know, it's usually like baskets, O-rings, grids, cartridges, et cetera, et cetera, stuff like that. But um, we uh, we also do, you know, we have our Pool 360 app, which has been a phenomenal success for us, which is, you know, as well, you guys use that. Um, yeah. It works really good out in the field or, you know, just in your office. And, um, you know, we're always trying to make improvements in that and uh, and make it better and uh, more user-friendly. So, um, but that has been working really, really good for us. Um, we have a priority pickup will call now at a lot of our branches. So you can kind of plug in the time. If you put your will call on your phone, if you put your will call, you know, you call it into the phone center or your local branch. Um, I don't know if all cities and towns are doing this, but we are here in Phoenix and uh, you can kind of pick your time that you're going to want to pick up the stuff and it'll be ready for you. Yeah. You know, we, we do also, that pretty much every morning. Now, yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, you know, we, obviously we have the delivery that we do as well. And uh, you know, we have uh, you know, outside sales reps that we do that will help you. If you, if you have questions, you, you want to get into starting remodeling and you need to, to get a little bit of tile in your office or something to that nature, or you got a showroom that you want to start displaying stuff, you know, we'll, we'll come over there and set you up and get you, get you started. Um, you know, don't forget, we, we still have a light stream, which is a, a great thing that uh, we have. I, I think that's really phenomenal. You talk about SCP and superior pool products, MPT, always trying to help businesses, succeed and and just close the sale um the light stream financing is really good because it's an outlet where you could go to your customer and said hey if, if you were looking for financing or if they were asked you about financing you do have a way to say you know what yes i do have financing now you go to this website with swimmingpool.com you go into the light stream link and the customer fills that out and the cool thing about the light stream is that you are totally disconnected from that that's that transaction with the bank giving the consumer the money. You know, they fill out the application, they put their account number in, and then the bank actually deposits the money in that homeowner's account and then they uh they can write call you up and say, Hey, I got the money and can you remodel my pool or build me a pool or whatever the case may be. So that's been a really good success for us. Just another outlet that you know we try and do to help um, our customers um, succeed. Yeah. You know, I think that a lot of distributors out there um, don't take it to the level that, that we take it and don't um, care like, like we do. I'm not saying that they don't care, but I think that we have a lot of things to offer that uh, a lot of the, uh, the competitors don't. And, uh, you know, we truly, honestly, wholeheartedly, I believe, care whether your business succeeds or fails. And if you need insight, you need training, you need some marketing advice, you need this, we, we have people to do that. Um, you know, we also have people to help you set up a retail store if you're looking for a retail store. So we have a lot of different avenues to help you succeed. And, and uh, I don't know any other distributor that, that has as many avenues 
that we do to help you succeed. So, I mean, if you're into something and, and you got questions, you got concerns, check with your local manager. Tell them what you're uh, what you're in need of and um, you're wanting, and they'll connect you with the right people. And even if it's not something that they have on a local level, we have a lot of people at a corporate level that can help out. You know, we have commercial specialists, retail specialists, chemical specialists. And I could all help your business out if you're looking to to get some more knowledge or gain some insight in a certain avenue. So nice. Yeah. So if they're already not a customer of yours, how would they sign up to go, you know shop with SEP? If they if they're not a customer of ours right now, they can just go into a local branch um, and just ask for an application. And um, you know, um, in Phoenix, you, you know, you just you know you have your. You're, we need your driver's license, basically, just to make sure it's legit, and uh, and then you know, business card, whatever. You don't have to give your tax ID form if you if you're not in Arizona. Anyway, I can kind of only speak for this, but you don't have to give that um, if you don't want taxes taken out, or you know, if you don't need one, you don't have to have one. You know? Nice. So, um, yeah, and then uh, at that time, you know, when you do sign up an account, you you get your Pool 360 login information, and then you can look up all your prices and invoices and and product history i mean the, the pool 360 is a very awesome especially when you go on the on the actual website because you can look up usage reports and you can do all kinds of different things to help your business and you can set up templates and and just you know put stuff on will call from your phone i mean the list goes on and on with it yeah you, it's you a really cool tool man i mean yeah. it helps us it helped us develop you know our pricing matrix too you know because yeah. you can look at much what your your cost yeah, is right away absolutely. and figure out what you want to charge and things like that. So it's absolutely. a really cool tool that you guys offer. It is, and it's only getting better. I mean, they're doing a lot of different things on it. Yeah, I've definitely seen improvement over the last couple of years we've been using it, you know, for sure. So. Yep, absolutely. Really, really good stuff. And, um, yeah, there's uh, – I'm trying to think what whatever. We do have a lot of locations, so that always helps. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> a lot more, 350 approximately across the world. And uh, and you, you know, can share both, right? So if you have an SCP account, you can go to Superior, or do you need separate accounts? Absolutely. Once, once you're in with, with SCP, always make sure that, you, you know, you, when you circle – I think it has a little thing where you, you can circle if you have one SCP – uh, SPP or MPT, just circle all three, you know, yeah. and uh, your SCP account will work for an MPT. Um, if you have just have a superior account though, and you don't have an MPT account, you can still get stuff. It's it just, we like to have both accounts Sure. for that, for that reason. But um, yeah, it's, it's phenomenal. Uh, you know, that don't forget about a lot of people forget about the MPTs. There's a lot of stuff that we sell at MPTs that are not at the local uh, branches of S- SPP and uh, SCP. So, you know, always go in there, pop in there, look around and, you know, they the one that we have here in Tempe, um, and we have all kinds of stuff in there. There's actually patio furniture in there. There's barbecue grills displayed in there. I think they're getting saunas in there. So they got a lot of different avenues of way that uh, that you can make money. And that and that's what we try and do. We try and basically we we put all this stuff out there. We try and do the homework and see what we'll sell in the market, and then you know we'll sell it. You know, and to you guys, an offer to you guys that hopefully you can sell. It. I mean, we sell above ground spas. You know, I guess you guys know that. And we, you know, we sell um, tough spas, which is Quadrilegia products, actually makes our Seabreeze spas okay. for us. So um, we don't actually manufacture spas. We, we have manufacturers. Sure. But, but um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, we just always look for something that to give our customers new items to consider for their business. Nice. So, and uh, we, we believe that there, it's not just a pool, it's a backyard. So there's a lot of stuff that goes in the backyard besides the pool that you for can sure. sell your customers. So that's what we try and strive for, that outdoor living. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, thanks, man. I mean, like I said, we've we enjoy working with you guys, and you know you've been a big support for us. So, thanks so much for being on the podcast with us. Yeah, you're very welcome. You're very it's been welcome. fun. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. <laughs> All right, man. All right, cool.
Thank you guys so much for listening. As always, please take what you can from the episode and apply that to your business. We know that not everything we do will work for you guys and vice versa. Not everything you do will work for us, but we hope there's some great insight here for you guys to apply that to your business. And if you have any questions, please email poolchasers.info at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Our tag is poolchasers. Your feedback is very important to us, so please leave us a rating and review on iTunes. You know, it would be much appreciated to see how you all like the podcast. Thank you very much. See See you out out there, there, Pool Chasers. Chasers.